What's up, guys? Thank you for being here today on the Arizona Revival Center podcast. I'm so glad you guys could be here today. So excited for what God is doing. Um, I just want to make an announcement that this weekend we'll be having a special guest on with us to talk about a biblical topic as it pertains to our day-to-day lives. I love that. I love being very practical, very simple, uh, not too complex, not too, you know what I mean, difficult to understand. We love biblical truths, making them simple, making them plain, making them applicable, amen, and being able to be active in it, being able to uh, be ignited by the Word of God and the very presence of God, amen. Now, I, I understand that a lot of folks haven't tuned in just yet. Um, I encourage you to share this podcast with someone that needs some encouragement, someone that needs to be lifted, someone that needs to be maybe even educated in the things of God. So uh, I just want to encourage you to share this podcast, uh, listen to it, subscribe, whatever you got to do. It is free. Uh, It is possible to give through Cash App. I'll leave you a description um, if you'd like to give. So with that, guys, I just want to thank God for you guys. I want to thank God for, for, for just the people in our lives who just continually pour out to us, not just in finances. I'm talking their time. I'm talking their effort, their energy, uh, their knowledge and wisdom, you know, because we don't know everything. Praise God. We don't understand it all, but we get to uh, expound on each other. Uh, we get to expound on uh, the wisdom that we've been given and, you know, I, I'm not one to charge for somebody, you know, to, to get a word of knowledge or anything like that or, or, or flow in the prophetic. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one to, to be a performer on a stage. This is raw, uncut, unedited, unscripted as the spirit leads. And that's how it should always be. Amen. So, guys, I just wanted to um, get on here and encourage you guys and let you know that those that have been following me on Facebook and Facebook Live, um, this is what all the work has been about. This is what we've been building up to is this podcast to make it available for people, to make it available uh, for these kingdom principles to be added to your life, for these keys, if you would, to be given to you. Um, you know, it does take finances, but you know what? I'm not going to sit here and waste 15 minutes and beg people for money. Instead, I rather pour out as the spirit leads. And if that has blessed your life, if that's been a benefit to your life, then absolutely sow a seed as God leads you. Uh, make a donation if you would, or, 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 or whatever God puts on your heart to do. So anyways, guys, I just wanted to talk about something today. And that is being a remnant, being a remnant. Now, a remnant is something left of something that was. We are the remnant of Christ. We are what remains of Christ, and that is the body of Christ. You know, when Jesus was resurrected, he wasn't bloody. He was clean. He was shining like the sun, you know, and, and, and the only thing that was there was scars. I love that part. There was scars in his body that proved, it proved that what he went through, it proved what he had to go through to liberate us, to free us. Amen. It proved that 
Praise God. And you know what? Because even Paul says, I bear in my body the marks that prove I belong to God. Some of you don't understand that the scars that you have or the things that you've been through, it's just proof to show that you do belong to Christ. You've been through some battles. You've been through some storms. You've been through some tests and trials. And maybe you're going through it now, but all it is is going to be a scar in the end. And it's not to be scarred up to mourn. It's scarred up to rejoice, to know that, you know what, a scar... Uh, hurts initially when it's first given a scar is is a wound but when it heals the skin is actually tougher than when it first got damaged some of you don't understand that you will be tougher in this next season because of the damage that you've endured because of the affliction that you had to go through praise god and so with that, guys, you know, I just want, again, wanted to share a little tiny tidbit of what we're going to be discussing, man. This is what we're, what it's all about. This is what the Arizona Revival Center is all about. Again, I'm going to have special guests on here, special speakers, leaders, pastors, apostles, evangelists, the fivefold, amen. Because you know what? We're all in this thing together. I don't ever want anyone to feel left out or feel like they're alone or abandoned or feel like they have to be charged a certain amount of money to be in part to to be ministered to amen so um again guys share this podcast with those that need it maybe you like to listen to it regularly subscribe amen to this podcast um you know god is good god is faithful Amen. And uh, I just I just want to encourage you guys in that. I want to encourage you to keep going forward, keep moving forward. Don't look behind you, keep pressing forward because the best days are still ahead. We're living in the best time there is to be a prayer warrior. Being less, we're living in the best time there is to be a disciple of Christ, to be a follower of Christ, to willingly lay down our lives for the sake of the gospel. Amen. What an honor. What a privilege. Amen. Because we serve an awesome God. Praise God. Again, just want to get on here and encourage you guys. I love you guys so much. God bless you for listening. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share, share, share. And let's just build God's kingdom together. Amen. With no agenda other than building the kingdom of God. With Christ being the foundation. Ah, Lord Jesus. See, I get excited when I think about it. Amen. So I love you guys. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Keep us in prayer. If you need prayer, go to my Facebook page. I'll have this on there. Leave a comment. Amen. I love you guys. Y'all be blessed. I will be back on. Excuse me. Later on this week with a special guest. Cannot wait. So excited. God bless you all. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. What's up, guys? Glad you could be here today. We are uh, live on Facebook and on the podcast, Arizona Revival Center on Spotify. Uh, check it out if you get a chance. Um, it is everything that we're doing here, just on audio. Um, so I'm excited about that. I got some uh, worship plan because I believe it's necessary. Uh, worship is key, man. Worship is key, you know. And, um, amen. So, uh, today, I um, want to get on here and just encourage someone today, briefly, um, with the time allotted. 
you know, we go through a lot of things as leadership. Uh, we, we often don't share uh, everything that goes on in our lives because obviously, you know, certain people just can't handle it. Um, but I just want to talk about something today because a fellow pastor called me uh, earlier and I wasn't expecting the call, you know, I uh, just kind of mind my own business, um, running some errands and calls, and he, he prayed for me, encouraged me, man, and, you know, I, I felt a lot better afterwards, um, because I was able to share with them what's, what's going on, you know, and, and some personal things, and so, um, all that aside, I'm just thankful for my brothers and sisters in Christ, every saint, every believer, um, so, so today in Malachi chapter 3, I just want to touch on this real quick. Uh, it says in verse 16, Then they that feared the Lord spoke often to one another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and thought upon his name. So here you have people that feared the Lord, but they communicated with each other. They talked to each other. They didn't just preach at each other or give great messages, they talk to each other, they talk with each other, they spoke to each other, right? A book of remembrance was written before him for them that fear the Lord and thought upon his name. Verse 17, and they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him, praise God. And what I want to focus on here is verse 18, Malachi chapter 3. It says, then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves God and him that serves him not. I strongly believe that we are living in this time. I know it's, you know, a lot of scriptures, but for me, this is standing out. Then shall you return and discern. Between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves God and him that does not serve God. A distinction. A distinction. The difference between the righteous and the wicked. But first, it says, then shall you return and discern. We got to return back to God. I don't care if you've been in it for a long time or a short period of time or no time at all. It's time to return to the Lord. It's time to not just get our lives and affairs in order, but really take a long, close look in the mirror. Take a look at our hearts and see where they're at. And if, if it's not in a good place, I'm here to encourage you. It could be in a good place. It doesn't have to be in a bad place all the time. You got to return to your first love. Remember when you first served God? Remember when you first, when you would pray and just stay in God's presence? You remember when you used to worship with no shame, no hesitation, when witnessing was as easy as breathing? But over time, it's windled down, but it's time to return. I don't know who that's for. It's time for you to return to your first love. You used to love praying. You used to love Staying in God's presence. You used to love witnessing. You used to love encouraging. But 
even in this pandemic, a lot of the love of many is waxing cold. The love of what? Not just love one towards another. Love of the, the, the thing you love to do. You love to pray. You love to worship. You, you used to love those, you know, because it gave God glory and, you, and it kept you in that, that, that realm of the spirit. And all of a sudden it's dwindled down. Well, it's time to return to your first love. Shall return and discern. If you want to know what's going on discerning-wise, discerning of the spirits, discerning of what's going on in our times and society, you got to return to the Lord. you got to get back to Christ. Again, time doesn't matter. God's outside of time. And I believe the Lord wants to do something in people's lives that is so profound in this time that, in all honesty, money can't buy all the help in the world really can't help like Jesus could help. I wish I had a witness right there. You know, I believe it's great. I believe it's wonderful. I believe that the Lord is just really dealing with us on a personal basis. Amen. But I really believe that in order to see what's ahead but and what God has for us we need to return back to Christ fully return back to Christ fully with our whole hearts with all of our mind soul and strength man just return to Jesus I'm gonna tell you something Jesus is not mad at us when we're weak he's not mad at us when we're messing up he does he's not mad at us man he he loves us so much that he's not willing that we should stay that way you got to return to your first love. Return back to Jesus. Return in this time that we have, man. Because there's people losing their minds right now. Because the pressure's too great. And they don't know where to turn. Well, it's time to turn to Jesus. Again, and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Right? It's not just talking about people. But that is a distinction. Is it the righteousness of God or the wickedness of selfish men? Man. I don't know about you, but I need God to help me. I need the Lord's Spirit to infiltrate my life, to overflow in my life. And like my brother Daniel says, when you're filled, everything around you gets touched because you're overflowing. And that flow touches things around you. Amen. Between him that serves God and him that doesn't serve God. Again, there's a distinction going on in the body of Christ between people that truly, truly have the Father's heart and people that really don't. And it's going to shock the world. It's going to shock believers who is of God and who really isn't. But I believe there's more men and women of God out there that have laid down their lives for the sake of the gospel that are willing to, to die for this thing, that are willing to go all the way for Jesus because if you're going to serve Jesus for the fish and five loaves, you better be ready for what's ahead. In John 6, 65, it said that Jesus said, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you have no part with me. And a lot of people were offended by that saying. They were offended by the truth of what Jesus was bringing forth. They were offended by it. 
And instead of being liberated by it, they became offended and walked away. How many people can be liberated in this time of getting closer to God and getting in his presence and staying there than to live in a constant offense? My goodness. And as far as leadership goes, because yes, I'm a little harsh on leadership. That's just how God molded me. Not Because we're held to a higher accountability, that's why. Us as pastors and leaders, we're held to a higher standard. And we should be holding each other to that standard. Instead of letting each other falter and fall by the wayside and be forgotten about. And then when something goes wrong, now we want to get spiritual about it. I'm just saying. Maybe it's just me. But we got to... Again, it said in verse 16, they spoke often to one another. There's no reason if you're out there that you should be doing this thing alone. That you that you should believe that it's just you and you know what? You're on your own little island and you're not. You are not. You have an incredible army of believers behind you that will support you and encourage you and lift you and, and, and help you excel in your walk with God instead of letting you stay stagnant or think that you are just going to be, that's just how it is. It's not just how it is because God has so much more than the norm. God has way more for us ahead than what's in front of us now. We may not see the promised land right now. Maybe we may be in a valley right now, but you know, he's still the lily of the valley. And even if we're in the mountaintop, he's still on the mountaintop. Regardless, as long as he's with us, man, we're going to be all right. Because fear says, what if? But faith says, even if. Remember that. Faith says, even if. Fear will tell you, what if? What if? What if? What if? You could drive yourself wild with that forever. But if you want to get to a place of freedom, of, 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 of just taking off those grave clothes if you would man you got to have some faith right now you got to have some faith because guess what there are books being written about us man that we don't have no clue about yet and guess what the greatest chapters of our lives have yet to be written the, i'm telling you guys the best days are still ahead and you know what we're living in a time right now where we have to really discern between what's righteous and what's wicked what is pleasing to God and what is not pleasing to God? Because staying busy doesn't mean you're pleasing God. You could stay busy till the cows come home, but it doesn't mean you're adding to your faith. Add to your faith. You got to add to your faith in this season that we're in. Amen? Because, again, we're living in the last days, man. We're living in the last days. I don't care what anybody says. We are living in the last days. Man, we are not a sum total of what we're going through right now. You guys got to know that, man. We, I know I have to remind myself constantly that whatever I'm going through is not a sum total of who I am. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So I just want to encourage someone, man, that you, you don't have to stay in that place of frustration, that place of what if. You got to get to a place of even if. Even if things don't get better, am I still going to hold on to my faith? Even if I can't see tomorrow or what the future may hold, am I still, even if, even if, even if, my God, 
I'm telling you, Jesus, I'm telling you, because we could do it our way and be totally off. We could do it our own way and be totally misled. Can I get a witness? You can. You, you could be totally misled because you think you're doing it right. But then the Holy Spirit comes along and lets you know, hey, you need to check this part of your life. You know what? This is a good time to self-examinate yourself and get some things in order because you're straying off and you're doing it according to your will, your way. You're not being led by me. Man. Jesus entered into a ship in Luke chapter 5 and it was Simon's. And he sat down, taught the people from the ship. And he told Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. And Simon said, see, Simon always gives me hope, right? Simon said, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Ooh, Jesus. Simon, an expert in the craft, in the field of fishing, he knew the ins and outs. He even knew the business side of it. But it was the word that Jesus gave. Launch into the deep and let your nets down for a draw. And Simon, the great rebuttaler, we have toiled all night and have caught nothing. How many people out there, because I am in this boat too, you've toiled and toiled and you just feel like it's not getting nowhere. You've, you've, you've tried and you try and just nothing changes. You, you've done it this way, you've done it that way, and nothing seems to happen. Maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. I wish I had a witness right now. And you've taken in nothing. And in fact, the things you have taken in hasn't really done it for you. Nevertheless, at that word, I will let down the net. Let me tell you something. When God gives you a word, it is sure. Man, when God gives you a word, you could bank on that word. You could, man, you could settle it all on that one word. I know I've done it this way all night. It seems like some of us have been in a midnight hour, praise God, and nothing has happened. But nevertheless, at that word, I will do what you said, Lord. Lord, if you said to do it this way, that's the way it's going to be done. That's the way it's going to happen. Because you said so. At thy word. At thy word. Not my word, your word. Because only you have the words to eternal life. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes so much that their nets were breaking. I think it's time for the body of Christ to have a net breaking moment. Because we've been laboring. We've been trusting God. And maybe things haven't been great. Maybe things have just kind of dwindled down to just nothing but faith at this point. But if God gave you a word, if God has given us a word, it may not even have anything to pertain to the situation, but he gave you a word. What was that? I will never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always, even till the end of time. Do it this way church launch out into the deep and let down your nets 
launch out into the deep and let down your nets. I'm here to tell someone it's time to let your nets down and launch out into the deep like Jesus told Simon. You may know certain things, but I know all things. You may know a certain amount of this thing, but I know all things. I know the end from the beginning. Praise God. Do it this way. And when they had done what he said, when they did it the way he said to do it, a great they, they, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes that their nets were breaking. That must have been an abundance. You know how much pressure it takes for a fishing net to just snap and break? The weight of what Jesus said carried over into the weight of what was brought forth. Jesus. My God. In fact, let's go on. Luke chapter 5, verse 7. And when they beckoned to their partners, which were on the other ship, that they should come and help them. Ah, Jesus. They came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. A good, a blessing pressed down, shaken together and running over. And man, to the same measure we do, it'll be done back to us in good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give it into your bosoms this is where this principle came from and from sowing and reaping amen but this is mainly what i want to talk about right here because guess what they called to their partners they spoke to the people that were with them on the other ship to help them again let's not be so prideful and spiritual that we think that we're not able to call out for help from our brothers and sisters in christ let's not become so spiritually arrogant and rude that we're too prideful to say, you know what, I'm in a dark place. You know what, I'm going through something. You know what, Some, there's something going on in my life that I don't really like, but you know what, I need it to change. I need your help. These disciples, they called to their partners that were in the other ship. They called on those pastors. They called on those believers. They called on those saints of God to help them. And when they came, they had to go. You know who's with you? The people that come to you. And fill both ships so they began to sink. Man, what an abundance there. Let's take that a step further, right? How many of us would have an overwhelming blessing of joy, peace, goodness? I'm talking everything God has for us. If we would just simply let our pride go and say, you know what? I need help. Will you pray for me? I'm in this place. I need you. Man, come on, somebody. People dealt with pride, man, long enough, I believe. Long enough. Long enough. So, guys, I just, man, I'm telling you. I, I, I'm telling you right now. If we don't get to a place... As a body of Christ, where we literally talk to each other and let each other know this is what's going on. This is where I'm at. And I know we can't be there for everybody, man. As leaders, we can't be there for all you guys. But let it not be said that in a moment where we need each other, we refuse to call on each other. 
In a moment where we needed each other the most, we let each other down and slip through the cracks. Jesus, I felt that. They called to the people that were on the other side to help them. And when they came, they filled both ships so they began to sink. Now notice this. This is all prophetic if you think about it. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. This is Simon's introduction to Christ, right? This is his initial first impression. If I do what he said, the way he said to do it, I'll have his result. So much so that even the people around me will be blessed as well. Jesus, man, where's someone get this right now? And Simon got to a place, again, he returned to who? He came back to Jesus. Jesus told him what to do, but he went right to Jesus. All right, you're the one that said it, but now I'm coming back to you. Why? Because I know where I'm at. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man alone. And it's not always a place of shame that we have to come to Christ. It could be a place of weakness. It could be a place of frustration. It could be a place of anger. It could be a place of wherever we're at. But wherever we're at, let's get back to Jesus, man. He was astonished and all that were with him at the catch of fishes which they had taken. Wow, right? James and John, sons of Zebedee, they're partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon... Fear not, for henceforth thou shalt catch men. What a promise, man. He got to a place of honesty with Jesus. And Jesus told him, he could have said, you know what, you're right, you're a sinner, get away from me, blah, blah, blah. He didn't, he said, fear not. Fear not. I don't know who that's for, but you need to fear not. Never be afraid to come to Jesus. Never be afraid to be honest with God. Never be afraid to admit that there's issues that need to be dealt with in your life. And I'm preaching to myself. Never be afraid to reach out to somebody. If they're really walking with God, if they're truly a believer, again, we read in Malachi, a distinction is going on. You will know who is with you and who's against you. You will discern the spirit behind people in these last days. What is it? Are they about, are they about themselves? Are they just too busy to make time for people, or is it just, what is it? Because I tell you something, you don't need to waste your time with people that refuse to give you the time. I rather be honest with people that give me their time and say this is where I'm at, so we can pray about it and just shake that thing off and move forward, than to stay stagnant or stay the same and keep doing it my way. Instead of doing it the way Jesus said to do it. Again, Malachi. We just read it. They spoke often to one another. They feared the Lord. Thought on his name. That's us. Jesus was... He was astonished. He was astonished. Did you guys catch that? 
He was astonished. But he told him, fear not. In verse 11, I'm, I'm ending this. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Man, that one moment was enough. That one experience was more than enough to say, you know what? There's something different about this guy. There's something different about his words because something manifested from that word that we obeyed. They forsook all and followed him. How many of us are ready to forsake all to follow him? God be willing to forsake a lot of people and maybe you have and maybe you're in a place where you need some help maybe you need to reach out to somebody maybe you need some real believers around you that aren't afraid of the fact that you may be in a bad place Simon said depart from me I'm a sinful man I'm not worthy to just be blessed like this. But Jesus reassured him, fear not, fear not, fear not. It's not about you, Peter, necessarily. It's about what I want to do through you and around you. Praise God. So guys, there's just so much because the word just has a way of just compounding on itself and resurrecting itself. Amen. So I just pray that we reach a place of, of honesty with the Lord and transparency with Him and with each other, man, because this isn't an hour to hide. This isn't an hour to just hide away what you're going through. And Again, I, I posted a while back, but if, if you need to cry, hey, I'm here. If you need to yell at someone, hey, I'm here too. You know, you can handle that. And Jesus can handle that. Thank, thank the Lord that he's big enough to handle our complaints, our messes, our frustrations, and totally do a 180 with it. Praise God. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> the more I read, the more it just comes alive. Amen. Uh, they forsook all and followed him, man. And there was a man full of leprosy right after this. He fell at Jesus' fell on his face and told him, Lord, if you will, will you make me clean? Ah, Jesus, this is an hour we're living in, man. This is all prophetic. Full of something. Seeing Jesus. Lord, if you will, can you make me clean? Who's that for? You need God to clean your mind, clean your heart, clean your spirit. And guess what? Maybe those religious nutheads can't handle that, but hey... There are, there's still a remnant out here of people like myself and a lot of people I know and associate with and are friends with and love that are willing that, you know what? Your struggle is not an offense to me. Where you're at is an offense to me. Amen? Praise God. So with that, guys, I love you all, man. I'm so glad you're able to join me here today. Again, doing the podcast at the same time. So check that out. Arizona Revival Center on podcast. Um, check it out, man. It, it's 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 amazing. It's a blessing. It's what we've been working for and and, and laboring for, man. Just to get the word out there and, and, and get people freed, man. Amen. 
So with that, guys, if you need prayer, please post it on this video. Feel free to like and share this video. It's available on podcast. Again, like I said, the Arizona Revival Center, it is on there. Uh, I am on there, and I'm still doing these videos and correlating the podcast as well. So if you need prayer, post it on there. Uh, if you'd like to give, it's possible through Cash App. Um, it's on the description of this video if this has blessed you and helped your life. Um, I just pray that we all labor together, man, because the best days are still ahead, man. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. Amen. So, guys, with that, I love you all. Uh, again, if you need prayer, please post on this video. I'm more than glad to pray for you. Uh, you guys have a blessed evening, blessed rest of your week. Uh, I'll be back on this weekend on Saturday uh, for a live podcast interview. I will be airing it on live stream as well. So check that out. Um, so excited for it. Guys, I love you so much. Continue to keep me and my wife in prayer uh, as we get through this season together and with you guys. Uh, thank you all for reaching out to me who have. Um, you guys are uh, just, you're my family. All right. Um, and I thank you guys. I thank you guys and I thank God for you guys. But most importantly, I want to thank God for being on the throne. If you need prayer, please post it. Uh, glad to pray for you. If you want to stand a gap for somebody, that's fine too. Because we serve a good God. Amen. So with that, guys, you guys have a blessed evening. Enjoy the rest of your evening or wherever time zone you're in. I love you very much. God loves you too. Y'all have a blessed evening day wherever you're at. And we'll see you again this Saturday. All right? Love you guys.